Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kwan Saluja. Our first reading is comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over the effects of alcoholism or other family dysfunction, that our lives had become unmanageable. Of course we are powerless. Haven't we been powerless most of our lives? In ACA, we learned to think of this word in a new light. When we hang around meetings long enough to listen, we found that our very power comes from surrender. The first step tells us that we had actually been given away our power at the exact time we sought to keep it. As we learn to healthfully surrender by walking away and letting go, we begin experiencing a new freedom. We stop trying to fix others so that we can feel more comfortable, and in the process, teach them how to take care of us. We take care of ourselves and allow others to fall down and not get up if that is what they must do. We walk away from the emotional car crashes that have caused us to feel like victims most of our lives. We realize we never really had the power to change anyone, especially those we grew up with. As we make healthier choices, we start to see results in our lives. It is no longer the right thing to complain when we can just simply step away from the dialogue. Because we now value our serenity, we release the idea that it is our job to change the world around us. On this day, I see wonderful things happening in my life as I loosen my grip and let go. And I think this is the part of, you know, just being responsible both physically and emotionally for myself, not physically and emotionally um, for other people. Uh, you know, and I think, you know, the word that comes to mind is codependent. And anytime you put, uh, you know, people, places or things, you know, you know, higher power is a higher power for a reason, whatever that higher power might be, or if it's spirit or whatever you want to call it, or, you know, I don't even know, maybe inner child, but, you know, those are the people that I have to uh, be concerned with, um, not other people's emotions. And so not just being responsible, uh, you know, I think there's a, a pressure that was put on um, to think that you're like responsible for your parents' happiness. And, um, you know, as ACA says, they're the biological instruments of the existence. A real parent is a loving God. So that was my comments on that first reading of Strengthening My Recovery. The second one is the false self. The mind developed the laundry list traits or the false self to survive. Many of us were born into a hostile world. Instinctively, we learned to sense danger. We were caught in the family story and played our part, doing what we had to do to survive. We couldn't be our genuine selves, who we were meant to be. We molded a personality that could change at the drop of a hat, adapting to any situation. It took a lot of skill to survive, and our false self kept us safe in childhood. Before ACA, most of us didn't know how we had carried this false self into adulthood. As we gained new awareness, it helped us to notice the constant barrage of negative thoughts our false self gave off. It seemed that 14 traits were part of our DNA. As we move forward with courage, we use meetings and recovery friends as support. Our literature informs us and remodels our thinking. The steps help us find who we truly are. We know the traits were an important part of our early survival, but now they are holding us back. Standing at the crossroads, we choose to allow our inner child to come out of hiding. We become our true self. As we recover, the traits begin to soften to a point where they lose their hold on us. On this day, I will remember how far I have come. I treasure the self-knowledge I've gained in ACA that no longer gives me false power. And, uh, you know, I think the paragraph that really moved me was the steps help us find out who we truly are. Um, you know, I think um, doing the work, um, you know, I forgot who I was. And in some ways, I didn't even want to know 
who I was because uh, you know false self and the 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 constant barrage of negative thoughts um, <laughs> makes you think that there's nothing redeemable there. And once you start getting there, it's like wow, there is a lot of assets here. You know, when you do inventory, there's assets and liabilities, and I think a lot of times there's uh, you know too much uh, you know there can be a disproportionate focus on on liabilities and um, the other part is the traits were an important part of our survival, but now they're holding us back. Uh, you know, there's a couple other areas that I work on. One of the questions, Tony Robbins always says, change your questions, change your life. And instead of like, who's right, for example, it's like, does this serve me? And does my the laundry list traits serve me? Now, it did serve me probably in early childhood when you're in fear and, you, you know, there is a fear of authority figures and people pleasing. But nobody's an authority figure in the real world, you know, like it doesn't serve me. Uh, it doesn't serve my professional growth, my creative growth, my spiritual growth. Um, so these these things, while might might have happened, you know, might have been impactful at a time before, you know, they no longer serve me anymore. So it is time to kind of let them go and replace them with with new behaviors. Uh, standing at the crossroads, we choose to allow our inner child to come out of hiding. We become our true self. And if there's anything um, that I want to uh, be conscious of and, and to work on more is my inner child work. Uh, it's very important. Um, I, I do work with someone and she tells me to do a lot of just not only non-dominant um, writing, but non-dominant um, handwriting, uh, drawing. And there's been a resistance. And I realize that speaking like this, that's ridiculous. Um, you know, that, that will get me more into, you know, it's not, it's not always fun to just be busy and not know what the end goal is. And I think uh, with my inner child, um, and listening and really listening to, you know, what are the things that as Marie Kondo would say would, sp would spark joy. Um, I think that that is a big part of it. So, and I, you know, getting my thoughts on this YouTube channel podcast is also um, extremely helpful, extraordinarily helpful uh, for this. So that is the conclusion of the second reading. We've got two more readings today. Uh, the, the next one is nurturing self-care. There isn't a guidebook for setting boundaries. Each of us has our own guide inside ourselves. If we continue to work at recovery, our boundaries will develop. They will get healthy and sensitive. Ourselves will tell us what we need to know and we'll love ourselves enough to listen. What do we need to take care of ourselves? Listen to that voice inside. What makes you angry? What have you had enough of? What don't you trust? What doesn't feel right? What can't you stand? What makes you uncomfortable? What do you want, need? don't you want and need? What do you like? What would feel good? In recovery, we learn that self-care leads us on the path to God's will and plan for our life. Self-care never leads away from our highest good. It leads toward it. Learn to nurture that voice inside. We can trust ourselves. We take care of ourselves. We are wiser than we think. Our guide is within, ever-present. Listen to, trust, and nurture that guide. Today, I will affirm that I am a gift to the universe and myself. I will remember that nurturing self-care delivers that gift in its highest form. Um, nothing really to add to that 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 part. And uh, our final reading is uh, Melody Beatty, Language of Letting Go, Separating from Family Issues. We can draw a healthy line, a healthy boundary between our nuclear family and ourselves. We can separate ourselves from their issues. Some of us may have family members who are addicted to alcohol and other drugs and who are not in recovery from their addiction. Some of us have family members who have unresolved codependency issues. Family members may be addicted to misery, pain, suffering, martyrdom, and victimization. 
We may have family members who have unresolved abuse issues or unresolved family of origin issues. We may have family members who are addicted to work, eating, or sex. Our family may be completely enmeshed, or we may have a disconnected family in which members have little contact. We may be like her family, we may love her family, but we are separate human beings with individual rights and issues. One of our primary rights is to begin feeling better and recovering, whether or not others in the family choose to do the same. We do not have to feel guilty about finding happiness in a life that works, and we do not have to take on our family issues as our own to be loyal and to show we love them. Often, when we begin taking care of ourselves, family members will reverberate with overt and covert attempts to pull us back into the old system and roles. We don't have to go. Their attempts to pull us back are their issues. Taking care of ourselves and becoming healthy and happy does not mean we do not love them. It means we're addressing our issues. We do not have to judge them because they have issues, nor do we have to allow them to do anything. They would like to us just because they're family. We are free now, free to take care of ourselves with family members. Our freedom starts when we stop denying these issues and politely but assertively hand their stuff back to them where it belongs, and deal with our own issues. Today, I will separate myself from all family members. I am a separate human being, even though I belong to a unit called a family. I have a right to my own issues and growth. My family members have a right to their issues and a right to choose where and when they will deal with these issues. I can learn to detach and love from my family members and their issues. I'm willing to work through all necessary feelings in order to accomplish this. And that concludes four very powerful readings and today's episode. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that's where God is, to feel my feelings and to love myself.